0: Hello, it's time to build your empire. Sophie Zollman, owner and founder of Sophie Zoe Virtually There For You, is sharing the secrets to building a better business and taking back your time. Let's get started. To building your empire, Sophie Zoe, I am so excited for today's guest. I met this gentleman on Facebook and we chatted a bunch and we connected and it was just such a great relationship building. Uh, that, you know, he invited me to Rising Tide Connection, which is a great networking and mastermind group that we both belong to, and um, we've just kind of hit it off from there. So I am so excited to introduce to you Ryan Dumphy. He lives in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with his wife and son. When he's not supporting established entrepreneurs in reducing their stress, he can be found out on a nature trail hiking or in his kayak out on a lake. Ryan is a happy, outgoing, and fun man, and I can attest to that. That's one thing that we got along well on when we met. Um, His big thing is time management. Time is the only finite resource we have. Everything else is a variable. All you have to do is bring the right energy to the right activities. Well, you know me, Ryan. I love time management. I love effectiveness, efficiency, all of those things. So, you know... Another reason why we connect so well. So welcome to the show, Ryan.
1: Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Zofia. I appreciate it. It was absolutely amazing like how we got to connect and know each other. Uh, you know, all the listeners are, and viewers are seeing your background, so I can confidently say it's been magical.
0: <laughs> yes, it is the Harry Potter office, and, oh, and, yeah. and I, I, do, I do try to be very magical whenever I can. <laughs> very, very nice. Well, Ryan, we're going to start off just like all my other interviews with that main question What is your best advice for business owners who want to scale to the next level and beyond?
1: Wonderful. I love that. The better care that you take of yourself, the better care you're taking of the business. If you are the business, it is your responsibility to sleep, move your body eat real food, enough of it, not too much, not too little, hydrate, and have fun. Because if not, this is why you're building your own business, so yeah, well, you can have some control of your time. Uh, so you have to take care of yourself. And I worked for many years before I, I do what I do now in hospital settings. And I worked with patients after physical therapy and cardiac rehab. And I saw so many people, come in with so many, so much preventable pain. They're wasted a lot of time. They wasted a lot of money because they didn't manage their stress. They didn't manage their time. So it's really important for you to take control of your schedule. I focus a lot on, on creating an ideal week for yourself. Figure out the a, success, yeah, a successful sequence. It's a mouthful. Say that five times fast. Uh, figuring out that success sequence for your week because a month is, is quite large. A day can be, you know, there's a lot of variables day to day, but if you can create a flow for your week, then you can really get done everything that you need and want to do. So taking care of yourself, prioritizing what you're doing, like we mentioned in my intro, all you have to do is bring the right energy to the right activities. So So many times we think there's this huge complex solution to our problems, But very simply, we need to take care of ourselves. We need to bring the right energy to the right activities and keep it fun. Have fun. You and I love to have fun. And intentionally built in to your business. You know, you need to have an outlet. You need to play for creativity. The studies have shown the grizzly bears that live the longest played the most when they were cubs. It's a survival tactic.
0: Oh yes, now I agree one hundred percent, and I have to say, as someone who spent the first half of this year stuck in that hustle grind, focus on the work, not a lot of play, not a lot of downtime, I can completely relate. It it did end up showing in my results. It ended up showing in my life. It didn't show. It ended up showing in my health even, and and I you know I pride myself on being fairly fit a uh, fairly healthy eater. Um I do self-care regularly, but I was actually not doing enough. And so I totally get what you're saying there. And you know, it's about time management, it's about planning your week and it's about knowing what you want your life to look like, right. not just the business because so many people think business is business, life is life. No. They are intertwined in so many ways. Many we see, many we don't. And so I love that you, you know, you're a proponent of self-care, time management, you know, and there's a lot of people, you know, and I kind of step back of the word management, you know, time management, because time is time. Right. And, and it goes whether you like it or not. So, it's not really, it's not like you can sit down and say, okay, time, you have to stop until I'm ready to go. No. It's yeah. like time just keeps going. You have to make the most of that. You have to make the most of your time in whatever way works for you. So, what is your favorite time management, time producing, time, whatever you want to call it? What is the best... Thing you can say about how someone needs to go about creating that week, right? Of of time and space and whatever they want to do,
1: right? Absolutely, and that's we're we're right in line with that as well. We all use the term time management, but I don't have a DeLorean. I don't have the time stone. I don't have the remote that I can click and rewind and fast forward. Uh, we don't have those things, but we can manage, like I mentioned before, our energy and our activities. We all have the same roughly 16 hours a week every single day. So we need to prioritize that. So for me, I realized when it was actually when I got hit really hard with COVID, it took me four months to get back uh, from December of 2020 through pretty much March. I felt awful uh, and I was, a, you know, young, gonna healthy. I'm on no medications for anything else. You know, it just walloped me. And I had to figure out that prioritization game of, okay, if I have a like two hours of good energy and good focus where I can work, what am I going to do? And then I hit the point where I was getting just as much, if not more done in far less time from what I was doing before I got sick. So it was interesting when I had that awareness to be like, wait a minute. So now I'm doing in... 15 to 20 hours, what was taking me 40 to 50 hours before? What's different? And it's being more intentional with that time and protecting your calendar, protecting your energy first. Like that's that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, would you want to hire an assistant or a partner or somebody that was coming to work tired every day or distracted or eating a bunch of junk food running in and out of the bathroom? You know, you can be your best or worst employee for yourself. You know, so you have to have to take care of yourself. So what I decided to do was to build an ideal week for me. Again, this is going to be different for everybody, but what I started with is where can I make the biggest contribution? What's going to be the best use of my time? And I said, let's let's reduce some randomness here in life, let's control the chaos. Who doesn't want a little bit of that? And I said, where are my problems coming from? You know, if I can Unload that trailer that I'm trying to pull with the truck. The truck is going to work a lot better. Um, so I said, I have a feeling I'm getting a lot of my last minute cancellations, my no-shows, all these different things when people are manic on Mondays or burned out by Fridays. So what if I used a couple of machetes and cut off my availability Monday and Friday and beefed up my availability Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, when for the most part, people are more on purpose. The most work gets done in those three days. You know, the book ends, you're you're getting off the weekend, you're catching up around the water cooler, and then Fridays, you know, there's a lot of decision fatigue there. So I said, Well, how about I I increase my availability Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? I have management Mondays where I manage myself, my energy, I get to have a little bit of fun. I'm a A husband and we have a young boy, so weekends are not always the most restful. So sometimes I need a couple hours first thing Monday morning to get my head on straight and, you know, take care of some of Ryan's needs and wants. Uh, And then I manage myself. I get my appointments ready for the week. I do outreach. I work on projects, anything I need to do management wise, working on the business. So that way, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I can do the work in the business. And then Fridays is totally dedicated to follow-up. And it was interesting when I started doing that. It's really helpful. You know, I feel like everybody is always saying, fortune's in the follow-up, fortune's in the follow-up. And it's true. You know, you really have to continue following up with people because if you're just constantly chasing new people, you will constantly be chasing new people. Um, You know, so if you can do that, do a version of that for yourself, I, I believe it could open up some opportunities and save you some stress and some time. And again, reducing that randomness. I always say Calendly is the best $15 a month I ever spent. i pay $150 a month if they increased it, that's okay. It saves me so much time every single week. And it was interesting too, cause I had that initial fear of, geez, I'm, I'm taking two of the five days out of my availability. That's crazy. I said, no, we're going to do an experiment. If I get five complaints where people can't find times that work for them, I'll open up, you know, maybe Monday afternoon or Friday morning. And I got no complaints for months. You know, everybody kind of loved it. I would bring it up every once in a while. You know, if they had to book a couple weeks out, I said, well, this is why I do that. If I need to make a one-off appointment on a Friday, that's fine. I know I'm available. If I need to do something on a Monday, I know that I'm available. Uh, So having that template for each week really has helped me in a big way with some consistency and momentum. It's really helpful for that. Plus, if we have all five days open, you know, the complete schedule, we end up making appointments with anybody and everybody. But if you know you only have a certain amount of appointments, you have a little extra awareness to say, is this a good use of my time? It's like that little, little guy sitting on your shoulder. Okay, so I want to send my calendar link to this person. Is this going to go somewhere? So having that awareness for yourself, because the work will always expand to any time that it's given. So if we put you know, our fences up, then we know we can maximize that area.
0: I love that. And I even recently have taken that one step further. Nice. I actually determine if I want to give somebody my link to book on my calendar, Or if I want to request their link and book on their calendar so that I can fit it into my world whenever I want to fit it in. But their world at the same time, because, you know, because of the way I have put my boundaries on my scheduling link, it can book up pretty quick to where there is stuff booked for weeks, if not a month. So I think I've even seen my calendar at some point. I mean, this was back when I was doing a lot more Giving right. you out my link, book up six weeks, easy. And it's like, okay, so if we don't want that kind of a thing going on, what is the next step beyond putting even, you know, to opening up my, instead of opening my schedule back up, which is what I would always do before. And right. then I would end up overbooked and, and have no time for anything else. I said, let's do this the other way. Let's request their link. If I if I know my calendar link is a bit booked up or if I know that, you know, I want to I want to book myself on theirs, I'll request their link and then I'll have my assistant go book it for me. And and I'll give her parameters and be like, yeah, if you can do it in the next couple of weeks that's great. You know, you know what days and things that I will have meetings and these th- different things. And and she takes care of it for me. And I have found that that is very freeing as well because You're not sitting there worried about, oh, my God, is my calendar full? Should I really give out my link? I mean, I really want to talk to this person, but I bet my calendar is full for the next three or four weeks. And you're like, ooh, is that going to scare them away? And it's like, well, you know, A, if it's going to scare them away, then they're not a good fit for you to have a call with anyway. But, you know, at least, you know, you don't look like you're overly busy, too, because that's something that people don't really want to see is that, you know, I mean, yes, they want to see that your time is precious, but they don't want to see that you're booked for a month out and they're like, well, does does this person really have time? Do they really want to talk to me? Are we really going to be able to connect and make a relationship kind of thing? So, you know, it's that you can take that, that time management of sorts when it comes to connection calls and things to that next step by actually requesting their calendar link instead and, and booking on their calendar. I, I, I love that new step that I've taken in my process of meeting people and, and following up in those different
1: things. Right. And you make an excellent point. So, you know, your assistant, which delegation is everything, you know, we need to do some delegation automation. So that way we stay in our, our expert zone. You gave them healthy boundaries as well for yes. your time, you know, so that that communication is vital because you don't want that assistant to become a gremlin, you know, you want that to be supporting you. So, you know, I want to celebrate you for the intentionality there. you said, all right, this person is a priority within my boundaries.
0: Yep. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to ask you one quick question and we're going to, and then we're going to wrap it up. Right. Yeah. We're talking about, you talked about Calendly, which is a scheduling tool that you can send out, you know, and I've talked about my scheduling link and we've talked about calendars when it comes to, you know, creating your week, focusing your energy into the activities, where are you with to-do lists? Is it putting it on the calendar? Is it putting it in a project management system? Is it writing it on a piece of paper? Or is it, you know, or a checklist in your remarkable? Cause you know, I have fallen in love with my remarkable and it can do checklists, which is really cool. But, you know, and I and, you know, I know a lot of people have different ways of that work for them. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear your take on how you how you create your to do list to manage it, to get it done, those kinds of things in that week you've created for yourself.
1: Love that. Excellent question. So what I would first say is everybody listening, come up with a version that works best for you. If you love the instant gratification of crossing something off of the Sharpie marker, do that. If you love to move stuff around and have bright colors, use Trello. Uh, But the one thing that I'll offer that is a bit unique, this is something that I came up with a couple years ago. I've shared it with a lot of people and I'm happy to send a free copy of my course to anybody as well where I go over this and I have a link to the printable. But for anybody listening, if you feel like you have a lot on your plate right now, I want you to grab two pieces of paper. We're going to start with a physical form and go from there. At the top of one, you're gonna write work. At the top of the other, you're gonna write not work. So everything else. So we have the umbrella of those two there. I want you to fold those two things in half, and then you're gonna kind of have that line in the paper. So now we're running it through the lens of work or not work. And then on one side, we're gonna put urgent. On the other side is non-urgent. Same thing on here. And you're going to just brain dump. I want you to get everything out. Is this a work thing, not work thing, urgent, not urgent? Where does it go? In what quadrant does it go? And then after you get everything out of your brain, which is super refreshing, it's like closing all the internet tabs. Uh, Then i yes. will go through and highlight whatever is a need. And then you're going to have a differentiation between needs and wants. So now we're running it through these different filters of work or not work, urgent or non urgent, need or want. Now we're going to be able to get really honest with ourselves on what do I need to get done now? That's going to help me feel a lot better up here. So that way I have plenty of energy to tackle anything and everything. And, you know, when you're looking at that list, if there's something that needs to be delegated, if there's a way you can replace yourself, obviously, you know, you got to use those tools if you're really going to grow and scale. Um, I know a really good person for that, by the way. Um, You know, so you have to you have to be looking at that. How can I evolve? How can I prioritize? And I'll just I'll mention real quick, the word priority was singular for more than 500 years. And looking back in the literature, it wasn't until the early 1900s that priorities, plural, started showing up, which I don't know about you, but I can't have more than one first thing. Right? Yeah, I don't have that DeLorean. I don't have the time stone. I, I don't have the multiverse. So you have to figure out what is that North Star? What is the priority? Whether it's this year, this month, this week, this hour, this moment, what is the priority? And stay in one gear at a time. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a car guy. And, you know, a lot of people use the term, oh, you know, so much gets lost in in translation. I think a lot gets lost in transition, when people are going between first and second, second and third, back to reverse, back in the first gear, the RPMs start to come down. We start to lose speed. So we need to stay in gear. We need to stay focused. And a tool like that has been really helpful for me. I use it at home. You know, We have copies here on the desk. And we are also people that love crossing stuff off. You know, there's that fun instant gratification. Especially for some entrepreneurs, if you have these long-term projects or long-term clients, we, we kind of need to scratch that itch of instant gratification. And something so simple as a checkbox or a line can sometimes do that for us.
0: I love it. Well, and I'm glad you went down the whole urgent, <laughs> not urgent, me, not me, because that is, you know, your list of urgent, not urgent, work, not work can be really long
1: it can, be. And it can still
0: be a daunting thing, even when you break it down like that. So adding that third step of not me, who can I give this to and delegate to is yeah. like the icing on the cake. It, it's what makes that whole circle of, of, of that cycle work. So I love that you brought that into this, too, because it, it is about getting stuff off your plate whenever possible. So right. that all those priorities that you absolutely have to do, do get that absolute focus that they need, right. like you said. So I love that. All righty. Well, Ryan, I know you and I could talk about this all day long, but we we got to wrap it up. So tell everybody where they can find you. Let them know how they can get to know you. And if there's anything you want to offer them, please do so right now, right here.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm spending a lot of time on LinkedIn and uh, probably too much time on Facebook. So I'm on both, both of those platforms. Uh, Ryan Dunphy. Uh, yes, I am a wee bit Irish. Ryan Patrick Dunphy. And no, no relation to the Dunphy's on Modern Family. But nobody could spell our last name until that show came out. Uh, So yes, Ryan Dunphy on Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, I could also throw anybody, well, I'll give you a link for a copy of the course I put together on getting more done in less time. I have a module there about this, what I call smarter to-do list with a link for a printable as well. And if anybody is an established entrepreneur looking for an amazing group of people that you'd mentioned rising tide earlier, you know, that's our private network of established entrepreneurs supporting each other, collaborating, referring business around, thinking differently, calling it, calling each other up uh, and really stepping into the business ownership, not just the overwhelmed operator all the time. Uh, you know, so it's it's a fun group. We, we take work seriously. We take play seriously. And uh, that's been amazing. So if anybody is, is looking for a group like that or you feel like you've outgrown your your masterminds. Uh, i can put a link here we can grab a virtual cup of coffee and explore that together
0: that sounds amazing and as a member of rising tide i can highly recommend it and vouch for the the value in it the people in it and and all that i have gained from it in just a mere six or seven months because I've only been in about six or seven months and it's right. It is, you know, I mean, people talk about ROI and and ROI means a lot of things, not just monetary. I have gotten my ROI in spades in a good way and, you know, and I love it. So absolutely time to wrap up. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ryan. Thank you to my listeners. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. If you know somebody who could benefit from the conversation we had today, please share it with them. And of course, as always, I will see you all next week. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Building Your Empire. For more tips on business building and living your best life, check out our website at sophiezo.com or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Have a great day.